This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. What happens when a popular rock radio DJ retires, sells everything, and with his wife, takes off in an RV to see America? Ho, ho, ho! It's the Rockin' the RV Life podcast with Jeff and Patty. Join them each week as they share their experiences while giving you advice and tips along the way. Welcome back. I'm Jeff. And I'm Patty. Jeff and I were recently in a campground in Las Vegas. We had a back insight, and with our big front window, we see a lot of RVs come and go. Well, one day, we noticed a very colorful motorhome arrive and pull into a space right across from us. Now, a van was following it, and a woman gets out. Nothing unusual, except she was rocking a pink mohawk. (laughs) (laughs) Well, she expertly directed her husband, who was driving the RV, right into the site. Yep, and Jeff immediately said to me, we've got to meet these people. (laughs) So we did. They are actually a family of five living and traveling in their RV. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. They're some of the nicest people that we've ever met. And their story, incredible. Mm -hmm. They've been doing this for over seven years and they have built one of the most successful and most popular YouTube channels, Trying Something New. That's Try, T-R-Y, the letter N, something new also trying something new.com they are huge on instagram over a hundred thousand followers but tiktok oh man they have well over six hundred and twenty-five thousand followers now that's incredible it is and many of their videos have had over a million views jimmy and sandy phelan have accomplished what many only dream of traveling on the road with their family enjoying the sights and experiences and making a living doing it. How do they do it? How do they educate their kids? This family not only has RV'd throughout America, they have also traveled around the world. And wait till you hear what they have planned for the future. Right, they're here with us right now to talk about it. Jimmy and Sandy, welcome to our podcast. Oh, thank you so much for having us here. Yeah, it's so great to be in your RV, we love it. And it's great that you guys are gonna share your story with us. And it's a heck of a story. First of all, You guys have an extensive background in video and film, right? Filmmakers, yeah. Yeah, We've had our own film business for 12 years now. Wow, that's fantastic. And it shows because you guys have this amazing website. You have a YouTube channel that is approaching a half a million subscribers. They are called Trying Something New. Yeah, we're blown away by that also. Yeah, just hearing you say that, I'm like, that's that's crazy. (laughs) But when you first started this, did you ever think it would turn into this? get this big i mean here you are a couple you have three kids and you live in an rv yep well we definitely did not think we'd be getting a half a million subscribers on youtube that was obviously it's a dream when you start a youtube channel and you love making videos and all of that but it's always a pipe dream like Mm -hmm. yeah there's people that have millions of subscribers it's never gonna be us though and then sure enough yeah look at us now it's crazy oh my gosh your videos are very entertaining they are i love them but they're not only entertaining but they're also extremely informative yeah and one that I was really knocked out by was the one about your RV. 
You guys didn't go out and buy a brand new RV, did you? No, you want Yeah, so we got a 1999 Winnebago, and uh, we got it for $20,000. Which is incredible. Yeah, we got it seven years ago, and uh, we saved up a bunch of money for a down payment, and we go, you know what? We want to live a life of freedom without any financial responsibilities on the road, because that allows you to travel more. Yep. And so we go, you know what? Let's just take our down payment and see what we buy something for cash. And we got you know this beautiful little RV. It needed a lot of work, so uh, once we got it, we brought it home and started the renovation process. Put about another ten or fifteen thousand dollars into the renovation, and it's been wonderful ever since. So, did you guys actually do the renovation yourself, or did you hire somebody? We did the majority. We had someone do the flooring. We had someone do the re, you know reupholster all the furniture. Mm-hmm. But other than that, yeah, we did it all. Mm-hmm. And he reupholstered the ceiling at the same time. Oh yeah, I saw he actually that in your did video. the ceiling because it was carpet. Uh-huh. It was a '99, uh-huh. and so there was carpet on the ceiling. We're like, we cannot rock carpet on the ceiling. We have to get that redone. <laughs> well, in your video, you mentioned that it had twenty-six thousand miles on it. Yes, super low. Miles. That was pretty good for a 1999. And when you think about it, it doesn't matter the RV. You're going to see the same sunset. You're going to experience the same things. Mm-hmm. And you guys saved a hell of a lot of money. You know, I love that's That's such a great point because a lot of people are curious about this lifestyle, but they think it's such a high price point to get into it. And we love our story because we are the example. We spent, it was actually $19,000 on this RV, and we can be next to $2 million rigs down in the Florida Keys enjoying everything that they're enjoying and there's, there's no like there's it doesn't matter what you're in you're all having fun you're all hanging out and so that's what I love I want people to really know is you don't have to have thousands and thousands of hundreds of thousands of dollars to get an RV get something cheap remodel it have fun with it and you're out there doing it right especially first timers because you don't really know when you jump into this how long exactly. it's going to last I mean, we spent $65,000 on a used RV. On our first one. And I'm thinking, okay, this was Patty's idea, and I'm not sure if we are going to last a month or two months, and I wasn't sure about myself. And the next thing you know, we're going on our third year. Yeah. So we've upgraded a little bit. So my aunt's uh, very financially responsible, and mm-hmm. so she's always forward-thinking into the future. And she told us, buy your best RV second. Buy your dream RV second. Mm-hmm. She goes, go buy what you need to to get into now to go have fun mm-hmm. and and test it out. See if you like it. Just like you said, you know, yep. you might you might hate it a month in and be right. like, yeah, let's get rid of this thing. But yeah. then, you know, once you get your you know get your feet about you, she goes go back and then buy your buy your dream RV second. So you know. Yeah, you'll good. learn from the first one the things you want that are must haves and maybe what you don't need, and then from there, then you can get the dream RV. Just like a house, same thing. Right. But here it is, seven years later, and you're still on your I first want the same one. one. I know. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. Did you guys ever think? that this would last seven years. You know, I had a feeling, well, I think for us, once we got out of the house and we had this adventure lifestyle, we knew we wouldn't be going back into the house. We didn't know if we'd be living overseas somewhere in Southeast Asia, back in the RV. We just knew we wouldn't be back in a house. So it's not it's not a surprise to us that we're still in the RV seven years later because we are just born nomads mm-hmm. and our kids are the same. So. For us, whether it's this RV, a new fifth wheel, whatever it is, we know that we'll always be in a constant state of travel. So, no, I don't think it really surprised us. I feel like once you unplug from the Matrix, it's hard to go back into the Matrix. And so that's kind of like what we always joke about. That's that's a good saying. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, now, speaking of kids, you have three kids. And how old are they now? Uh, Nine, 12, and just turned 14, what, two days ago? (laughs) So they were pretty young when you started out. They probably were just so excited then too, right? Yeah, the youngest was three at the time. And so he's pretty much, this is probably all he's ever known, and they absolutely love it. You know, whether we're traveling overseas, it's funny, our middle daughter, 
well, like two years ago, we were living in Southeast Asia in Bali for about six months, and we just came back to the States right before COVID hit. So it was funny because, you know, you're in lockdown during COVID and our middle daughter, Skylar, was like, I want to go back to Bali, literally stomping her foot on the floor. And I go, look at this kid. How hysterical. You never see a kid. I want to go back to Bali. Like, it's just in them. They love the exploration and the adventure so much. So I'm really curious to see what they end up doing in their lives, because now that they've experienced so much and worldwide travel, it's interesting to see when you give them all of this what they do with it when they get older that's the big question yeah well here's my question and that is education how do you handle the education part of it well do you want to when we first took the kids out of school um we knew that we didn't want to be the actual teacher you know because that just turns into kind of a nightmare because the kids they know you as mom and dad not like right. the right. teacher and then yeah, if there's a struggle because that's what homeschooling is yeah the parent is the teacher okay. yeah and so well it depends in which in which style right because uh-huh. if we follow the curriculum from school then it was sort of that same sit at your table to desk whatever and we have to go through all these subjects so what we gravitated towards was more unschooling which is more self-directed child-led self-directed learning and so we let them explore what they're into now of course we want to make sure they know the basics and all that and reading, writing, math, but we really let them explore their passions and their interests. Um, we use OutSchool a lot, which is a learning online learning platform, has like over 140,000 classes. So anything our kids are into, they can explore to their heart's desire on there or YouTube. So we really love letting them follow their passions. Like Skylar is super into nature and animals and whatnot. Ryder, our youngest, loves like learning about history and the wars and Hitler and he knows all his like nuclear bombs and so if we put them all in the same sort of learning setting they would never know like what really interests them right and so and then world schooling when we're traveling around the world and then Nixon our oldest is a a born alpha entrepreneur and uh, we let her explore that and she's always starting businesses and going to farmers markets and she's made thousands and thousands of dollars selling candles and you know, sugar, sugar scrubs, scrubs and necklaces. Now these, these, these necklaces, yeah. crystal necklaces. Oh, and she's 14 yeah, now. She's she just 14. turned 14. Yeah. 14. This Holy was when she was 12. Yeah. yeah, when she was 12, we were in the Florida Keys, and she took a entrepreneur, young entrepreneur class on OutSchool. It was an eight-week-long class, and she was just instantly like inspired wow and went online to amazon she already knew the products she was going to make she got the recipes to make the formulas of the sugar scrubs and the bath salts and all that then they have farmers markets all down in the keys so we brought it to the farmers market she had her own table set up she didn't even want us a part of it she was like we were trying to help her like customer service and how to do it and she's like get my don't go near me (laughs) and we're like okay so we let her do her thing and she's learned so much from that it's insane she was running her own credit cards doing a swipe the square giving change we're like wow like so we just sat back and watched you know it's amazing oh it's it's amazing to (laughs) see your kids just like they surprise you yeah you know completely another perfect example like you guys said uh, your daughter does uh, aerospace engineering Mm -hmm. and so we went down to the kennedy space center and before we went there we did a whole bunch of research online we took some out school classes on you know rockets and propulsion and this that and the other and then we go to the kennedy space center and we actually get to see it and touch it and live and breathe it and it was just this such a beautiful like symphony of like learning and then it's just going to be something that they have forever and at the end of it for the culmination we got to see spacex launch three rockets within 24 hours which has never been done before so it was like yeah it was just like wow yeah so you know that that would be a learning experience that we get to have with them Uh, another one is we went to the smithsonian's and you know it's all free 22 museums are free to the public 
And so we went in there and they showed how the American Indians and the Cowboys battled it out. And they show you both sides. They show you the American Indian side and they show you, you know, mm-hmm. the Cowboys side of it. And then you get to come to your own conclusion as opposed to, you know, just reading a one story or a one side of a history right. book. Right. And then after that, we were very intrigued by it. So we went on this website called powwow.com and they show you all the Native American powwows throughout the country. So there's a Cherokee nation was having a powwow in Oklahoma or something. So we went down there. And there we, we spent four days at the Cherokee Nation, like watching them do the drum circles and the powwows. And it was just like, oh my, it was like, yeah. it was so yeah. moving for us to be like, wow. Like that was just, it gets me choked up thinking about it because it was such a spiritual experience. It's just crazy. Well, you're talking about real life. Yeah. yeah. Which, you know, I look back at my education. Oh my God. Oh, likewise. <laughs> I hated school. Yeah. Now, how much traveling do you guys actually do now? Well, in the RV, mm-hmm. we've traveled, we got 40,000 miles we put on the RV. So we've traveled all over, I think, 37 states in wow. the U.S. And then we've traveled internationally. I don't know how many countries we've hit, how many miles we put on around the world. But yeah, you know, since COVID happened, you know, that whole year, we haven't actually traveled international since we right before COVID. So we've just been focusing on the U.S., but we want to add as much international travel as possible moving forward. So yeah, we spent a couple of months here in Vegas. We're about to hit the road and on the 23rd, we're heading out of Vegas for good. And um, yeah. Our friends live full-time on a sailboat. So just how we live full-time in RVs, there's another community that lives full-time on sailboats. And that that's a big dream for us in another couple of years is to, is to sail around the world in a sailboat. It's almost like RVing, but just on the water, right? right. A few more things to worry about, like storms and hurricanes. A lot more things that. to worry about, <laughs> oh, <yeah>. but... <laughs> but our friends just left Indonesia and they're stopped over in San Diego for a couple of weeks. So we're going to cruise down there and do a sail with them and do a YouTube video with them because they're pretty big on YouTube too. And then we're headed out to Texas. We're going to pick up a puppy, add a new addition to our family. And then we'll probably head down to Florida. And then we might do a deal with NASCAR. So we'll head up to whatever one of the races throughout the East Coast. And then, you know, who knows? Who knows? So that's what we love about this life is like the more adventure there is, the more, you know, experiences we get to have and the more content we get to create and share with our communities. So right, exactly. That's what we really love. Well, you brought up a, a great subject with the sailboaters. I have been on Instagram and seen more and more of these people, and a lot of people by themselves, you know, just sailing and sailing around the world. And it's fascinating. Mm-hmm. It's beyond fascinating. <laughs> like That's the next step for us. Mm-hmm. Be, after the RV, will be a sailboat catamaran and just exploring the seas. How about yeah. the kids? Would they be excited oh, yeah. for that? They're, they're oh, yeah. So excited. They're down oh. for we sure. Follow, we follow a bunch of sailing families, and to see, like, the one family's in, in Indonesia and in Raja Ampat, which is the diving capital of the world, and it's just untouched coral reefs that haven't been disturbed by mankind and they're in their pristine shape and it's probably the last oh, man. like the wow. last coral reef in the world that's not touched right. and just to live amongst that for months at a time is just mind-boggling we are obsessed with yeah. tropical blue water that whole vibe and so the boat just makes complete sense <laughs> yeah it does we actually rented a uh, 54 foot catamaran oh, with nice. uh, jim and melinda mantel our, our both our families this was uh, years ago and we sailed the uh, british west indies wow. wow and oh my gosh it was so fun oh it's gorgeous it, oh, i mean french press coffee in the morning on the deck <laughs> hey can't beat that <laughs> oh man so uh you know are we too old for that now no heck no, no. Oh, no. Never, Never too old. old. <laughs> so how did you come up with the name Trying Something New? All right. So we've had a professional videography company for the past 12 years. Mm-hmm. And when we first started off, we did uh, a lot of high-end weddings. And so my business partner at the time, he goes, 
what would be a great name? Uh, something new. Something new. So there was something blue, something borrowed, something new. Right. right? So that was the name of our film company was Something, something New, new Films. films. Yeah. Oh, wow. And so we, we did high-end weddings for about five years, and then we transitioned into like corporate storytelling and stuff like that. And then we did that for about five years, and then we transitioned into our social media brand. Mm -hmm. And so it's so fun for us to create videos. That's where our passion is. That's where our heart is, and that's what we love to do. And so, yeah, we start off with, Something new films. So and I'll, I'll take it from here. All right. So we went to South Africa to film a wedding. And while we were there, we were, it was in uh, the, the Sabi Sands of South Africa. So we knew since we were there, let's fly over to Cape Town and we could do uh, cage diving with great white sharks and sandboarding and a bunch of like cool experiences. We didn't have our kids with us at the time. And while we were there, we were like, what should we call our YouTube channel? And it was a spinoff of Something New Films, and we said, let's call it Trying Something New, because it's all about trying new things, right? Like, we had moved into the RV and all that, so we had gotten tattoos that said Trying Something New. So we got those tattoos, and we were like, oh, let's go with that. And so we spelled it Try, T-R-Y-N, Something New, a little right. play on it, which turned into a biggest pain in the butt, because now to explain how to find your name on YouTube and all of that. It's like you have to spell it out, whatever. But that's how we came up with that because we're all about trying new things and, you know, really getting outside the box and pushing yourself. Right. And so trying something new just fit perfectly. Mm -hmm. And that's what it is. It's try, T-R-Y, and somethingnew.com and on YouTube as well. Yep. And of course you're on Instagram, Facebook and TikTok. TikTok. Yeah. Don't forget yeah. about TikTok. That's yeah. our, that's our, probably that's, yeah. that's the biggest thing ever. I don't even know about <laughs> yeah. that. You know? No, that's that's the only ones. Your videos are fantastic. I love the way they're constructed. I mean, it shows that you guys are layers above everybody else. Everybody else, they get on a platform, they put in the little effects and transitions and things like that. You guys are so professional at it. And you do a transition and it's moving into something else. I mean, I just had to tell you how impressed I was oh, with thank it. You. Oh, thank you. We really appreciate that. It's fun to watch. And, and I feel the same way listening to your podcast. With your intro, I was like, man, these yeah. guys really know what they're doing oh, here. He pulled it up and I went, whoa, you can tell this guy was a DJ. Yeah. <laughs> got the perfect voice. Those were a lot of fun years. I can only imagine. You have so many followers on YouTube. That's got to be making a lot of money right there. It's decent money. Well, so there's you, the platform itself. We make between two and five thousand a month. Oh wow! Um, from the oh. views, and okay. then but in addition, it's like the brand deals and all of that kind yeah. of stuff that brings in a lot of money. Which leads to the other question and that is: Is that how you make your living doing this? Because obviously, you guys are really good planners, and you didn't sell your house and all your possessions and get an RV. For the heck of it, you had a plan on how you were going to make money, right? Well, I mean, it might look like that on paper, but we really didn't have a plan. But you have your film company. Right. Well, we had the film business. So. Yeah. Uh -huh. And so, yeah. So what we did the first few years of our you know, RV life was we would go out and travel and just go you know, balls to the walls and have a great time. And then we had to come back and work, right? And, right? and get more money to go back out and have a great time. And then we have to come back and work. Right. So we built our schedule that way. So we might work six months out of the year and then travel for six months out of the year. Mm -hmm. And the goal was always to be self-sustaining anywhere on the road and never have to come back to a location to make money. And so we finally have transitioned after years and years of kind of grinding at this and figuring out what works and doesn't work into a place where now we are at a point where we can be anywhere in the world and still make money off of our social media brand. So that was always a big goal. Mm -hmm. uh, were we perfectly planned out on how to get there? No. It's just a matter of Definitely throwing not. <laughs> an obscene amount of content up, seeing what works, what doesn't work, and what works, triple down on that and keep going and going and going and going and going. And there were even points up to a year ago where we're like, we're putting 40, 50, 60 hours a week into this. 
for really no payout? Is it worth it? You know, should we pull back and maybe go a different direction? And then something just popped off and then it, it was off to the races. And so the past year has been transformational for us wow. in our journey of self reliance on the road with you know money because we're not retired we're, we're still working at this every single day well something else that we did was when we had come back from bali we had our jobs lined out for the year or you know spaced out um but then covid hit and we lost every single job for the rest of the year oh. and, and we, all the we, emails start we got, coming in <laughs> we got 14 emails and all the emails one started day. coming in like cancel 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 can-. and then all of a sudden your heart drops and you're like that's our income you know yeah. that's 100 our income and so just like everybody else in the world was like, you're stopped in your tracks. Like, okay, now what? Because we still have to pay the bills. We still have to do everything. And something we always wanted to do, but we never had the time, was to create online video courses teaching people how to do what we do. Right. Um, how to be vloggers and whatever and, and be your own content creator and make a full-time income from it. And so now that our schedule got completely cleaned out, we're like, let's focus on this video course. And so that's what we did. We sort of just you know, nailed down you know, worked, I don't even know how many hours a day, scripting and shooting and editing and like 200 plus classes. Oh, we worked for two years building this online course on how to teach people Multiple how to be, courses, yeah. Yeah, how to be full-time content creators. It's 200 classes. And uh, yeah, it's kind of like our 12 years of filmmaking experience, you know, boiled down into a course so people can digest it and hopefully live a life of their dreams too, because that's totally what we're doing. It's really impressive. I've seen it on your website. Oh, thank you. And you also have a lot of questions under there that you ask people, okay, is this for you? Here's how you can find out. And you know, what kind of equipment do you use? And, and so on and so forth. And I think that's really, it's, it's real helpful to somebody who's starting off new and doesn't know how to do this because we all know we take a look at stuff on YouTube. We take a listen to stuff on some of the podcasts. It's like, oh, man, no, no, Yeah, no. it's overwhelming. Oh, it's bad, <laughs> you know? Yeah, it's overwhelming. And so for us, why, you know, when we were over in Bali, we taught, we were part of this world schooling pop-up and we were the head of the, the video group to teach kids how to make videos because a lot of these young kids are super into making videos but don't know how. And so they asked us to be, you know, hold this whole month long workshop for these kids. That really inspired us because at the end of the month, we all started traveling around the world and separated, you know, went our separate ways. And the parents were messaging us, hey, our kids loved your month long thing so much. Is there any way you could do virtual classes? But it's, it's really hard because the Wi-Fi as you're traveling international is not good. And so we're like, ah, eh, we can't really right now. But when we got back to Vegas and, you know, we now had all this time on our hands, we were like, let's make a kids course too. Because what we love to do is inspire, and like you said, a lot of our videos are educational, informative, and so anything that we know, we wanna help somebody else. Mm -hmm. And obviously video is a beast. Right. You know, there's yeah. so many things to know, and it's just, it's overwhelming that people won't even start. Oh, yeah. Um, and so we wanted to break it down and make it super simple where you have a phone, you can create these videos, and we're gonna teach you everything, you know? And so that was really important to us. And so we have a bunch of students where, you know, we're watching their growth happen now, and they're so excited. And so that just explodes our hearts because that's what this all is all about. If we know something that we can help somebody over here and then bring them up to where, you know, they wanna get to what we're doing then we're all for it. I, I always joke around, we saw the promised land, so I want to bring as many people over yeah. to the promised land as possible <laughs> because it's amazing. It's absolutely amazing to make a full-time income off of your adventures and your lifestyle yeah. and your personality. It's, it's mind-boggling. My hat is off to you guys. But but oh, the thing thanks. is, you do all these videos and you do all that. You're. It seems like you must be working all the time. Yeah, how do, do you ever do have it? time off? You know, it's like... Uh, well, we get so much joy and satisfaction out of sharing 
what we're doing because it's it's bigger than us. It's actually inspiring people to to try something yeah. new, which yeah. is what we're all about, right? So I don't know, like we definitely need. It's a balancing act for yeah. sure, yeah. especially living in a small space with three kids and educating them and being you know the whole dynamic. So yeah, there definitely is a balancing act, and we have not perfected it by any means. And so it's just a, it's ever evolving, you yeah. know, because we are putting out a lot of content. But like he said. The feedback that we get and the DMs and the messages of what we're helped changing people's lives is uh, is like mind blowing that what we're putting out there, just sharing our stuff is actually really helping and changing people's lives, whether it's they feel stuck or we're positive and it brightens up their day to watch our videos. Like to hear that, it just makes you cry because oh yeah, you have no idea like it even touches anybody in any way, you know, but to right. think that it's actually affecting them in such a positive way pushes us even harder to do whatever positive impact we can on the world, people, whatever it may be. It just means everything. And so, yeah, there is a balancing act for sure that we are starting to really, like think 2023 for us is really dialing it in and figuring all of that out, mm-hmm. you know, because. But, but, uh, to your point though, you're like, do you get a day off? Well, our day off is going and adventuring with our kids and making a video about that. So, <laughs> I mean, we have a lot of days off, but I'm just making a video about it too, so. Right. Yeah, so I we mean, don't consider it work. Yeah, I think like, that's yeah. the thing. We, don't, we love what we do, so we don't consider it work, and our kids love it as well. Yeah. They have their own channels. Like, our daughter Nixon has almost 50,000 on TikTok, oh. and she she's really good at making her videos and her transitions, and oh. I'm like, teach us some stuff. But like, let's say a day, a weekend of work for us is going to Atlanta NASCAR, and hanging out with Flo Rider and some of the drivers. So that's work for us. So uh-huh. a day off for us is really like the most epic adventure you could ever have. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's fun. Yeah. You know, it's fun. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Well, I'll tell you, you guys are great parents. I mean, I just watched you across the park here, and you threw this amazing party for your daughter. I think she just turned 14. Yeah. And with the cake, you guys had a cake designer and the balloons, and it just, and I saw some of the videos, and it just looked really awesome. And then I was watching another of your videos, and here it is. You guys actually sleep on the couch. <laughs> yes, in the we living room. Do. And our back can tell you. <laughs> I mean, that, that's happened to me, but you know, <laughs> for seven years. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. And, and the kids have the back room and they have all those built in beds. You guys Triple are awesome. Bunks, yeah. yeah. So, you know, know, it's actually selfish for us because we want our quiet time to be out in the bigger portion of the RV. Right. And so once we put them to bed, we just shut the door. And then uh-huh. you guys are in bed, and then we can, you know, right. It, it made the most sense, right? And they were much younger at the time, and so now that it's been a while, we're definitely ready to move out of this and get into a, like a bigger fifth wheel, where we have our own bedroom. They have their own bedroom, and mm-hmm. it makes more sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, we've been on that couch for a long time. <laughs> it sounds yes. bad. You got to see the video. It's just wow. not that bad. Well, okay. <laughs> queen size we're very we snuggle a lot yeah. but if anybody deserves an upgrade for the rv yeah my god you guys have earned it but it's amazing because you took out 
the king bed in the back, you took all that out to put the bunks in. Yeah. So they're more comfortable now. I'm sure they yeah. love that. Oh, they love it. Yeah. yeah. Well, they each have, the, you know, it's it's a small space. So they don't have their own room. So they don't mm-hmm. have their own, right. you know, they can't design it how they want. But the bunks give them that ability where each one they have it totally styled how, what their personality is yeah, like. So, that's so cool. I think, they love I it. I think what it helps us also realize is, you know, like the word minimalist gets thrown around a lot. But really, at the end of the day, you don't really need that much stuff. You yeah, know what I mean? It's right. true. Like, you're I right. need a phone, a computer, yeah. and a camera, and I could be happy for the rest of my life with three outfits and... You know, yeah. somewhere yeah. warm to sleep. It doesn't even matter. Like, yeah. you know, then the deeper you get into this lifestyle, the more you realize, like, none of it really means anything. Yeah, right. <laughs> You're right. I mean, I, that was one of the amazing things that I learned, and that is, I don't need all this crap yeah. that we had in our house. Yeah. And I, I couldn't believe we're going through cupboard after cupboard and drawer after drawer. It's like, what are we doing with this oh, stuff? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this all costs money. It was nuts, you know? Yeah, we had to put a few things in storage. So when we do go back, we've got that, but mm-hmm. uh, I don't know when that. So here's, here's a yeah. good analogy. So when we went from a three thousand square foot house to a three hundred square foot RV, uh-huh. right? We're gonna sell everything. We're gonna make so much money off all this stuff that we spent twelve years collecting, right? You know, working jobs that we weren't really happy at, but it was great money, so we just stayed anyway. And so when we were making that transition, we had garage sales, and we made maybe a thousand dollars selling everything that we had ever right. worked so hard oh, for yeah. everything that you needed right. Right? so i'm doing the math i'm like make a hundred thousand a year for 10 years that's a million dollars right that i've spent on something i don't know what right but it's gone right there's a million dollars gone and then i have a garage sale and make a thousand dollars so oh, that God. 10 years was it really worth you know no grinding it out you know but it's you're right it, it's, yes. that's just kind of the way i look at things and then at the end of the garage sale we couldn't sell everything, so then we just take it to Goodwill and dump it off for free. Like yeah. our neighbors, yeah. I'm like, you want this, this, this? Yeah. Like, come and, and get it. And so yes. it's such an eye-opener to, like, everything you ever buy will eventually end up in the garbage. Like, that's just how you it Or have no value, too, whatsoever. Yeah. yeah. You're right. All right. Okay, I have a question for you. How did you guys meet? That's ah, a great question. Okay. I like the story. So I'm from New York City originally. <laughs> I moved to Las Vegas in 2000. I'm from Washington, Tacoma area, and I moved here in 1994 after high school. Graduated high school. Took off to Vegas. And I had a, a girlfriend that we were doing marathons. I was doing marathons and triathlons with her. And she was working at a restaurant called Nobu. And I was single at the time. And she's like, I was single for a while. I had moved to Vegas with a boyfriend. We broke up. That's like the typical story. You move here with somebody and you break up like two months later. And so I was single for a while. She was working with Jimmy. And she's like, Sandy, I have this guy for you. And this, I guess, what she thought was my criteria. He has muscles and tattoos, and he's really, really nice. And I was like, she goes, I gave him your number, so when he calls, don't be weird. And I was like, <laughs> literally her words, don't be weird. I go, what the heck, am I weird? Like, what's going on? So, and so, so every day she would hound me at work, did you call Sandy? Did you call Sandy? I'm like, it's, I'm not going to call like oh. a random stranger out of nowhere and be like, hey, what's up? I'm supposed to call you. Right. And so, <laughs> right. Finally, I got up the nerve to call Sandy, and when I did, we just hit it off, and we talked for about four hours on the phone. Wow. And then, uh, yeah, it was just, we met up in person, and then we never wanted to separate. I was like, wow, he does have big muscles and tattoos. <laughs> oh, <laughs> well, that's great, though, yeah. because awesome. obviously what you do, you have three kids, you're living on the road, you have, uh, you know, an RV life, you're doing a tremendous amount of social media and everything, your relationship... Uh, has it ever suffered? Ha- you know, it's it's got to be strong to do that, right? It has trying times, of course. Like, right. you know, as I don't want to say you become a slave to social media, but the more you post, the bigger you get, and the better everything is at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we have to find a balance of like, all right, Sandy needs to go right now and do her way. It's just like work, though, because 
you know, people are like, oh, you're working so much. But when you work eight hours a day and then you drive two hours, you know, to and from, that's 10 hours a day. We're just doing it from the RV with our family. So Mm -hmm. it might seem like we're working a lot. But if you really broke it down, it's no different than anybody going to a job and putting in that time for somebody else. Right. So I don't know. I think overall... We're very similar. Mm-hmm. We're very spontaneous, adventurous, crazy kind of personalities. And so, you know, we meet a lot of people where they say, I would love to do this, but my husband or wife is the opposite. And for us, I think, fortunately, sometimes unfortunately, we're just crazy people. Mm-hmm. And so we go with each other's ideas. We're very flexible and fluid about a lot of things. We always joke around that we make life-changing decisions in an afternoon. And, and, yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, oh, lunch. We're like, do you want to do this? And I'm and like, just that move sounds to, amazing. Do you want to move to Bali for six months and just be like, whatever? And she's like, all right, let's do it. We're like, how much are tickets? Okay, we can fly out tomorrow. Oh, my and, God. and I'm on it. I'm like, I'm already got, got tickets. All right, so, we put the RV in storage and away we go. You know? wow, it was, yeah. It's amazing. Yeah, so, that's good. Yeah. We're, we're kind of like that kind of a team, too. Uh-huh. But, okay, speaking of crazy, your hair. I, <laughs> I'm just, like, amazed by your hair. Aww. You have a pink mohawk. You gotta tell us the story of this. All right, so I've had this exact hairstyle for probably almost nine years now. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. um, I cut it like this when I was pregnant with Nixon, so, what, 14 years ago, um, it wasn't shaved on the sides, but it was pretty similar. Uh-huh. And then I had it for a couple of years. I let it grow out. I have long, crazy hair. And so, but I would always wear it in a ponytail. I never styled it. I never blew it out. I was just, I'm not that kind of girl. Super low maintenance. And so I grew it out. I got tired of it again. And then when I had Ryder, he was, I don't know, a couple months old or something. And I said, you know what? Miley Cyrus had actually just shaved her head into this kind of style. Uh-huh. And I go, you know what? My hair is always in a ponytail. I might as well just get rid of it. And it looked super cute on her. And I was like, let's do it. So I actually had the entire thing hot pink for a while. But when the roots grew in, it got too much of a pain in the butt to keep it up. Mm-hmm. And so I said, let's just do the pink tips. And that's been it. And mm-hmm. literally have had this for, it's it's like my trademark now. Yeah, that's like the brand of trying well, something new. Exactly. Oh, yeah. It's the brand. It and it's, right. it's weird. It never it was intentional whatsoever. I just wanted a fun hairstyle. And it's I, stuck. I, I always joke around whenever we meet somebody, they're like, oh, you're the guy with the girl with the pink mohawk. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, that's right. right. You know, it's funny. A couple of years ago, he went to an event or did something and I didn't go. And they were like, oh, where's Sandy? Or, or you're the, oh, you're the guy with the girl with the pink mohawk. And he came home and told me that. Oh, and I so could not stop laughing. And so it kind of just stuck. It's been this like funny little And every time thing. we go somewhere, this thing stands out like a sore thumb. Oh, right? yeah. The yes. hair. So yeah. everybody always runs yeah. up. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. We'll they get... know where you are. Yeah. You, know? yeah, you can't hide. <laughs> oh, I have to right over there. <laughs> but I'm glad Patty asked that because inevitably somebody would have said, well, um, why didn't you ask about the, uh, the elephant <laughs> in the room? Yeah. Right. Yeah. No. The pink mohawk. Oh, that's really cool. I got another question question and it's an important question and that is you guys do a lot of video and a tremendous amount of social media that is a lot of bandwidth and a lot of gigabytes what do you do <laughs> for internet oh that's a good question so we have two, we have two hot spots. Yeah, we have two different options that we use. One we found on, why don't you tell me this one, just a quick story. So this, this was a hack, because as RVers, full-time RVers, we always struggled with Wi-Fi. Right. And in the beginning, I don't know why, we just stuck with the campground Wi-Fi. <laughs> and it was always horrible. Oh. And we would struggle. Yeah. And so when we had to upload YouTube videos, we would go to the library, because they always have the high-speed internet. And so we're like, let's just go to the library, upload it, and then we're good. And then the Wi-Fi was decent enough just to do online stuff. <laughs> But then as we started ramping up and then the Wi-Fi just was non-existent, we started looking into options like, okay, what do we do? Is it the router? Like, what are 
you know, it never seemed like there was a solid concrete option of of what to do. But we have a friend that's an IT guy and we're like, all right, Peter, give us a down low. What do you use? Because he works on the road as well. And so he gave us a couple of options. And one of them was you buy a hotspot and there was a guy on eBay that had SIM cards like AT&T, Verizon, whatever. And it was unthrottled. It was unlimited and like 85 bucks a month. And he's like, that's what I was using. And so so we did that and it's been great. It's crazy. Like nobody. Even, it was great. I'm like, like, it's like a real? little hack or yeah. something, you know? So I've given that guy's number to so many people because it's been working great for us. We now have a backup hotspot just in case that one is low. Like right. it's AT&T and so the other one, I don't know if it's AT&T, also Verizon. The two of them together, we're bound to have some sort of reception. Yeah, the other one we use is Nomad Internet. Nomad right? Internet. Yeah. But, you know, nothing is perfect. And right. so that's why it's always a struggle. And even if those aren't good, we still go to the library to upload yeah. videos if it's going to take too long. But, yeah, there's always, and, you know, we've toyed with getting Starlink and what's the best option. So, yeah, yeah you're always on the hunt for the best Wi-Fi option. We still don't have it 100% figured out yet. You know, no. like, that's pretty yeah. much like 90% of our life. We still don't have it 100% figured out yet. Yeah. And so it's just, it's Even just. Even with Starlink, people are like, you know, it's great, but if there's trees and blockage, it's not great. So. Or if there's a bunch of people in the area. So, you yeah. know, yeah. worst case scenario, libraries are like 200 up and down 200 nice. bags like up and down which is astronomical mm-hmm. you know and you know sometimes we only have 1.5 you know sometimes sometimes we have 30 40 50 so yeah it just depends and it's a struggle because the kids are doing online school so they need wi-fi as well so all five of us are trying to you know but have the our cool thing with these wi-fi hotspots is they do a lot of schooling in the car or travel days or anything like that so they're mobile like as we're driving they're still working so i'm like all right this is cool that's like, right yeah, yeah. so yeah yeah, that helps. Yeah, yeah we yeah. just, uh, this last month, we ran out of internet, you know? Oh, no. And it slowed yeah. down. And we're like, yeah, what, right at the end. what like the, the heck like, happened to like it? Like the day before our hotspots yeah. renewed. Yeah. It was yeah. like, oh, so that's what the great thing that. about this guy on eBay. I mean, we've done five, six, seven, eight hundred oh, gigs a month. easily, every and, month. And then nothing. Like, wow. No, yeah, and it doesn't like, throttle it. There's no <laughs> cutoff, like, eh, you're done. You have to wait for it, wow. you know, the month to start over. So I think what they do is they buy excess data left over from the providers on certain towers. I don't know how it all works, but it works. We just say thank you. Hey, hey every month, $85. You know, <laughs> I have no questions. Yeah, no questions. I'm good. It works. We're good. Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, you were talking about you guys were doing the really highbrow weddings. Mm-hmm. And you guys have a story where you were in Las Vegas, and I think it was on a Sunday or a Monday, and you had to be in New York oh, by, oh, yes. by Friday. Well, that's a good oh, yeah. one. Really good one. And you know, that's a funny story uh-huh. because we got because it was an Indian wedding in New York and we love Indian weddings mm-hmm. but they're also three day events for the most part wow and so we had a, a wedding on a Sunday and it was actually the brother of a girl that we had done her wedding the year before and so he was like alright guys this is when my wedding's gonna be it's in New York and we had that Sunday wedding and we were like oh was that, or Monday it was like a Sunday or a Monday it was a Monday and which was random because no one ever gets married on Monday but we were like, all right, can this physically work, like actually work, driving the RV on from Monday, you know, Tuesday morning, and arrive there on Friday with three kids in the RV as well. So 2,800 miles and in so, four days, can we pull it off? And if, like, <laughs> if we maxed out every day, driving 15 hours a day, 
we can make it work. But if there was any hiccups, one thing, anything, a blown tire, anything Whoa. to happen, we would not make it there. So you we know? had a contingency plan of like, we can hop on a plane wherever we're closest to and, and get to New York. Because you can't ask them to stall the wedding, right? right? Yeah. right? So you have to be there in time. Oh, yeah. Three-day event. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so so we hightailed out of Vegas. We get to Flagstaff or something, and our generator died. And this is in oh. August, oh, this right? this is in August. So driving cross-country with no AC. Yeah. So our generator dies, which which powers the internal AC in the RV. And so I pull over for like 20 minutes. I'm like, well, we can't stop. Like, let's just roll down the windows and go for it. And so it was miserable at times, but it was a great story at the same time. And Jimmy was amazing. He got up literally five in the morning every day and just hightailed it out. Until 10 o'clock at night, you know. Me and the kids were still sleeping and he made it work. I don't know. This guy is a master RV driver. (laughs) (laughs) We have no options. You, You can make anything happen. But that's what I want people to realize too with every great struggle is an even better story. And mm-hmm. that's what every time we go into something and there's like something's going wrong, in my mind I've trained myself to go this is going to be the most amazing story ever and I can't wait to see what happens. So that's kind of how we go into stuff. And then, like you know, a, a lot of times too, you don't film when things are going wrong because it's the last thing on your mind. Well, we've trained ourselves to pull up when things are going wrong this is going to be film it because the, you know the <laughs> coolest story ever once the dust settles and it's all over you'll be able to reflect back on it and be like remember that one time that we tried to get to new york from vegas in four days and, and, we our, did and our generator we went out it, yeah. you know and we have no ac and we're driving our underwear pretty much the whole oh, time because yeah. it's so hot wetting <laughs> the kids down yeah. keeping them cool oh. blowing on them yeah, yeah. Oh. and they were really young at that point that was a while ago yeah Oh my gosh. Well, that's the beauty of a class A motorhome. You have a bathroom. You don't have to stop. Oh, rest stops girl. all the time. Isn't that great? That's yeah. why. Okay. So as a mom mm-hmm. with our three young kids, when we started, that was it. He, Cause he's like, what about a fifth wheel? And I go, listen, you're going to be driving. I'm going to be the one manning the kids. I need to be able to feed them, have them go to the bathroom when they need. Mm-hmm. Otherwise we'll be stopping a million times. And mm-hmm. that just didn't seem fun. And we could watch movies on the way. Yeah. yeah. And they, just, right. you know, so yep. there's way more flexibility and three small kids yeah. in the back seat, in car seats, miserable, fighting each other. And I had to man that. And so I go, you know, no, 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 we're going to do a fifth wheel and enjoy the whole experience as we're, the, it's all about the yeah. journey, right? And right. So, it is. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, we can't thank you enough. It is a pleasure to have met you. Oh, absolutely. Thank and you guys so much. Likewise. I highly recommend everybody, you know, go to your website and Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. There you go. Your website it's, is it's incredible. incredible. Oh, now, did you guys you. build that website yourselves? I did, <laughs> yes. I had no idea how to build websites. And uh, a friend of mine showed me this theme to work with, and I literally did every single piece of that thing by myself. And I've lost so much of that work. So when people when people compliment me on it, I'm like, thank you. Because, you know, I didn't know how to use WordPress and all that. And so I would forget to save, like, all the work I did. Yeah. And then I, I wouldn't update it. And then I would lose all the work that I did. Oh, so man. that's probably oh. the third iteration of that because I lost so much of the work oh, I did before. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and I understand that because I built our website, but it's not nearly as big as yours. Yours is oh. just incredible. Yeah, yours is a phenomenal. Thank you yeah. so yeah. much. It's yeah. great. Thank you. Well, you guys travel safe. Yes. And Thank you. You too. We hope somewhere down the line we'll run into you again. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Us too. We, we never say you. goodbye. We say until we until meet again. Until we meet again. That's right. Absolutely. I like that. 
Thank you guys. It was yeah, an absolute pleasure. thank you so much. It was a pleasure. Jimmy and Sandy Phelan of Trying Something New. Below in the description are all the links to their YouTube channel, website, and social media platforms. You can find us at rockinthervlife.com as well as rockinthervlife on Instagram and Jeff Kinsbach on Facebook. We're going to be back next week with another episode. And soon we're going to be on TikTok because Jimmy and Sandy told us to. I think they know what they're talking about. Oh, yeah. It's the Rockin' the RV Life podcast with Jeff and Patty. Hear more of their adventures on the road with our next episode. If you liked what you heard, please subscribe and tell your friends.